What is going on everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Bloom. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We have an exciting episode today. Uh, I'm excited about this one. But before we get started, I just wanted to thank everyone again for the support on the last episode. Uh, I had a great time recording that one and putting that one out there for everyone. It was cool to see everyone in the comments on the last one kind of just giving their opinions on scenarios that they've experienced on that topic so it was cool so keep that coming keep uh the feedback coming for the show i love to see it and i love to hear about your guys' experiences um but yeah so getting started with today's episode i have our first guests on this episode and yes i said guests plural we have very special guests we have my parents on here today so these are my parents introduce you guys this is my dad hello donis mcreynolds hi i'm karen mcreynolds and these two right here, without a doubt, have been the most influential people in my life. I can say that for sure, 100%. And as I referenced in my first episode, my parents are first-generation Christians. And that had a huge part to play in their lives and our lives. Uh, me, when I say our lives, I'm refer- referencing me and my siblings. But um, And I think that affected us in many ways, mostly good. I think... Having Christian parents and growing up in a Christian family is definitely the most underrated, I think, out of all the blessings in my life. I just, it's such a great foundation to grow up in a Christian family where your parents care about you, take you to church, and want to see you come to the Lord. So to start with my parents, um, I'm going to have them give a little bit of their testimony so that way you guys can get to know them. And then we'll kind of jump into some questions for them about what their life has been like as first-generation Christians and first-generation parents. So I'll pass the mic over to my dad here who's going to get us started with a little bit about his testimony. Yeah, um, grew up in a... uh non-religious home or i shouldn't say non-religious i grew up as a catholic um didn't spend a lot of time growing up as a catholic in the church but i considered myself a catholic growing up and uh i guess things turned kind of quickly when uh, i turned about 20 years old Uh, i was dating my wife today (laughs) and uh you know what i'm gonna let her take over from this point because our, our, our testimonies kind of intertwine, and uh, she likes telling this story a lot more than I will than I do. But you know what? I will interject and in, uh, in touch base upon my uh, yeah. And my, let me, me give you a little history too. Um, I'm Jewish and was raised in a very traditional Jewish home. Not much uh, Bible or anything, or not really understanding it, but had all the traditional dinners and family things, and we. We're definitely a Jewish family, per se. Um, But my family was also involved in the occult, and I was very afraid of demonic things and very afraid of um, the afterlife. So the Lord was obviously working on me, and I was very aware of my sin. So around the time we were 20, when we were dating, your roommate got involved in a cult called the Black Hebrew Israelites, who considered themselves the true lost Jews, the true lost 12 tribes of Israel. And I was not considered a true Jew, but an imposter. So uh, he was saying that you were dating the devil. Yep. And I believed it because I was so <laughs> how, sinful. How, how's that, Dad, hearing that about your now wife? <laughs> well, you know what? It's interesting because there was a point where... He came into my room consistently telling me, hey, dude, you're dating the devil. You're dating the devil. 
And you know what? I wanted to debunk what this guy was saying. So I actually went out and bought a Bible. I started reading the Bible. I actually went over her house one night with the Bible so I could, you know, say, hey, I'm starting to read this. But when I got there, I was pleasantly surprised to see her response. She was, I guess I should say pleasantly surprised, but she, I thought she was the devil. She basically kicked me out. She was like, get out of here with that book. I don't want to see that book. I was very terrified. She was terrified. And so I, I, I was very surprised. And I was just like, okay, maybe she is the devil. So I went about my way. She and, the, and, and then the I decided I needed to read the book just to make sure that I wasn't the devil and yeah. that I could figure <laughs> things out. So we both began to read the Bible on our own. Yeah. And, uh, and the Lord was really gracious to us because we had, re- uh, he provided great people that came into our lives as we were searching, as the Lord was calling us and uh, we were searching. Yeah. Uh, he gave us remarkable people who were able to steer us down the right road, give us the information we needed, and really share the gospel. Uh, really share the gospel with us. And yeah. so, and as soon as I heard the gospel, I knew without a doubt that I was a sinner, that I needed to repent, and I was quick to, you know, say yes, I do want to be forgiven, and I do want to follow the Lord. And the Lord was gracious to save us. You know, pretty much around the same time. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I think I love hearing you guys tell that story. It's always (laughs) funny. And guys out there, if you're listening, that's commitment. My dad heard people say that my mom was the devil and he he stuck around and you know what? That's what that's what you guys should be doing. (laughs) Wow. Anywho, switching topics a little bit, I'm gonna try I'm gonna try and pick your guys' brain a little bit about what your guys' life has been like being first generation believers and also being parents. So I guess the first question I would pose to you guys would be, how have you seen, if at all, in your upbringing, or how have you seen your upbringing affect your parenting as trying to keep your children on the straight and narrow and kind of keep them from the past that you guys had? Yeah. Or is that the mindset that you had going into it? You know, it was weird. When you first asked me that question earlier, I really hadn't really thought about it in that in that way but um you know i was fortunate to have parents who uh had discipline for me and my sisters and so that kind of shaped me a lot even not knowing the lord but as far as raising my children i had a i had a distinct plan in mind of what that looked like because i did have parents who disciplined me and who were on me and wanted us to to live uh moral lives so to speak and we sought out like parenting classes and different more mature families that helped Mm -hmm. us to to see what that would look like but i think from the beginning because we were very passionate about the lord we just had a very passionate desire to raise you guys in the word that you would know the word that you would know the gospel that we would teach you the bible that was our number one priority was like to teach you the word you know yeah that was and like mm-hmm. I said at the beginning, that is something that I'm so grateful for. Because even though as a young kid, being raised in that environment where my parents were so involved in making sure we were hearing the gospel on a daily basis and taking us to church and Bible study and all of that, you don't really appreciate it until you come to know the Lord and just see how much they care for your soul. And I think all of us kids, all of my siblings can relate to that. And the fact that they were just, they've poured so much wisdom into our lives and that we can never really repay to you guys. So I want to thank you for that. And on that note, I kind of want to ask this question. Um, 
Now there's four of us. I'm third in line, so I'm the middle. I'm the middle child. But as you guys kind of went through with uh, AJ being the oldest, Aaliyah, then me, and then Ashley, what were some of the things that you guys saw that needed adjustment, or maybe like you saw convictions change? What were some of those major things where you're like, oh, that's that's very interesting, and then you kind of switched your gears a little bit. Well, you know, one thing I think that helped our family out was moving around a little bit we've been to several churches and you alluded to that in your first episode that you moved around you've been to many different churches and i think that's been a blessing because by doing that we saw many different types and ways that christianity is lived out and uh through that i mean it kind of opened our eyes to some of the families that we respected and saw how they raised their kids was kind of eye-opening to us as you guys were getting older and we thought to ourselves hey you know what that looks right I see the relationships with these people and their kids. That looks right to me. And uh, just seeing that, you want to emulate things that look good and are and are biblical. And so I think that's helped me a lot as far as the direction of our family, just being able to see Christianity being lived out in many different ways and not being a stickler at all. Oh, it's this way and this is the only way and... Yeah, because I was going to say, I think I was definitely legalistic because some of the families that we were around in the beginning, I would say, have a little more legalistic way about them. You do it this way. And um, I think being around the different families and just growing in Christ yourself and reading the Bible and realizing, you know, is this a sin issue or is this a preference issue? And um, really learning how to not lord it over you guys, to be like definitely disciplining and you know being your parents but not making it so unrealistic that it becomes where children we've seen families where the older kids were deceptive or they just were the parents were so overbearing that it creates problems and we definitely wanted to have more of an open platform where we could talk about anything but yet still be sharing the gospel and have discipline and you know you had rules and all that but definitely as you got with each child i think we got a little more relaxed Mm -hmm. and more focused on what was really important and not so much of the legalistic stuff so when you say those when you allude to those things that are more important what are some of those things that you said we need to focus on this this and that and this they can kind of waver a little bit and kind of come to their own and their conviction about that particular topic like well does it matter if you wear converse versus you know uh, a non-labeled tennis shoe or something something that's just not important things that people get fixated on like oh you know, that child is so worldly because they had on, you know, this type of gene versus, you know, just stuff that people get caught yeah. up with that just is not important. Are we going to die on those hills? Or are we going to focus on their hearts? Yeah. See, so. for me, it was more relationship. Yeah. Yeah. As you guys got older, I wanted to make sure I had a relationship with you guys. And in order to do that, you have to let your kids grow up. When they become a certain age, I wanted to treat you guys like an adult. When you graduated from high school, I treated you like an adult. So therefore, moving forward, uh, we could have a relationship as brothers brothers and sisters in Christ as opposed to father and parent. Now, obviously, I'm still your dad and I'm always going to give you my fatherly advice. But at that point, it's up to you to make a decision whether you're going to follow that advice or not and, and live with the consequences, whether it be good or bad. Right. And also realizing that you cannot save your child. All you can do is share the gospel. So we present the information. We continually, you know, have those discussions. But we knew we there's no formula that you can do that makes your children saved. So we had to just trust the Lord in that. And you have to let the Lord work in your hearts and not 
you know, think that, oh, because they follow these rules, that means they're a good Christian kid. That, you know, like I said, going back to the heart issues, right. really wanting to work. So is that something that, that you kind of uh, discovered later on in your parenting in the fact that you and you can't really necessarily do anything in and of yourself to make your kid come to the Lord? Is that something that you kind of went into parenting with that knowledge where you weren't trying to like force us necessarily I think in the beginning there were certain books that made it sound like if you just discipline this way or right. teach them this way then they'll definitely be saved and that's yeah. just not true and it's sad because some of the parenting in the beginning for me i think was a little too much uh not as grace oriented maybe too harsh and more yeah. like you're gonna do it because i said so not because this is what the lord wants you to do yeah so i think that's where i had to grow a lot as a mom yeah yeah that's great and i can speak to the fact of what my dad was saying as well as that he let us make a lot of our decisions especially as we got into our later teen years and it's funny because I always remember you telling me this story about how your parents told you you know gave you advice when you were younger and you kind of like went about your way but then when you were older and you kind of saw that advice was true you came back and thanked your parents for the advice that they gave yeah and that rings true for me too because i remember when i was younger i would listen to you guys and i'm i was a dumb young kid and wanted to do what i wanted to do and i kind of did what i wanted to do and coming full circle now that i'm older and have seen your guys's knowledge and your wisdom just from living longer than me and being christians longer than me and all those things i feel the same way that i'm so thankful in that regard to your guys's openness and truthfulness with us in that regard yeah well thank you son and i think a lot of that is earned you know we give you opportunities to fail opportunities to succeed and you guys uh you and your sisters have have made us very proud. You know, you guys have made your, your sister and your brother. Yes, <laughs> you guys have uh, made us very proud. You guys have uh, made good decisions, and and some of your decisions, obviously, we haven't always agreed with, and right. and your sisters and your other brother. But you know what? The bottom line is, like I said, it's about relationships. You guys are growing up, and you guys can make your own decisions. And and your relationship with the Lord is your relationship with the Lord. It's yeah. not your. It's not Most our definitely. life to live. Not my it's your life. life to live. And being a parent, I think, too, you realize you have a window of opportunity that God gives us with you, but really you're his child ultimately. I mean, you'll always be our child earthly, but he loves you way more than we ever could, and we're just his vessels to shape and mold and guide, but we're not, you know, we don't want you to do things because we want you to, but because this is what the Lord is leading you to do. Yeah. So you guys really didn't make it too difficult for me to to (laughs) allow you guys to have open relationships, open dialogue to trust you guys to do and make good decisions, you know? At some point, you're going to have to test your child to see if what you taught them stuck, you know? And I think that's what my parents did for me, and it was a blessing. And like like you said, I, I called my parents and thanked them later on in life because of the rules they set for me as a young man. I was able to follow it when I got out of the home, and it served me well. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I kind of want to touch back on... Uh, what you said about um, really going through different churches and having wisdom and parties from different churches. What were some of the things when you were going from church to church with us as family, what were some of the things that you saw were important to help grow us and kind of keep us in that environment that you saw was beneficial for us growing? And what were some of the things that you thought were necessary? 
one of the huge things for me was family church. I didn't want to be divided from you guys at a young age. I felt that we all needed to be at church together as a family. And you mean sitting in service together yes, rather sit, than kids mm-hmm. being in children's church. Absolutely. Okay. And to me, that was a big deal because I felt you guys could pick up things from the message. And right. I found that to be true as we would come home after church and talk about the message at lunch. So I that was one big thing for me that I felt was necessary uh, going from church to church because not every church actually likes kids sitting in the sanctuary. Right. They want you to use their nursery and they want you to put the kids in these classes. And I get yeah. it. You know, they... They're extending people to a, uh, to teach these classes, and and yeah. so they want the classes. But, but with that being said, you know what? For me, it was a big deal for us to all be together as a family in church. Right. Definitely. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I guess another thing that I guess I would want to know is as far as... Cause it's mixed. We have boys and girls. Mm-hmm. What was kind of that the dynamic? Because I know... Um, in the world, it's a little harder to navigate parenting, you know, those children coming up into relationships and things like that. What were some of the, I, I don't know, if pitfalls or struggles or things like that? What were some of the things that you encountered when trying to guide us on the right path? To or just like, in general? Yeah. Okay. I guess just growing well, up with mixed well, well, boys and things girls. for us, I mean, I just, for me, in this household, boys are easier. <laughs> <laughs> with that being said, I have two beautiful daughters who... Uh, like fashion so fashion has always been a thing yeah. that we've had to kind of curb as much as we can and then you know you guys get a certain age and then i'll let you make your own decisions but dress code was huge for me and you to work through, yeah, yeah to, to work yeah. through the dress code and what looks proper on my daughters and how they adorn themselves was was huge for me and yeah. and it was it was a lot of strife in our house <laughs> <laughs> regarding those issues and then yeah. And, you know, kids grow up and they see things for themselves. And like I said, you you teach and hope your kids pick up things. And, you know, like I said, I, ha- I haven't been disappointed. You guys have uh, yeah, been a been blessing to gracious. me. God, yes, definitely. God has been very gracious yeah, I always liked that we had a mix because I think sometimes um, just my experience when talking to families that only had like either only girls or only boys, they don't understand sometimes all the issues on both sides. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. I've I like and I had a friend that I was talking to a while back who was talking to me about how cuz he was from a family with only boys and he was telling me about some of the challenges he went through in regards to understanding, you know, the female dynamic when it comes to like friendships and relationships. Yeah. yeah. So um, I definitely feel that cuz we were we had a long talk, conversation about it and coming from a family where there I'm sandwiched in between two girls, I always saw that side of number one you guys parenting girls and seeing you guys do a great job with making sure that you know they saw well for instance good uh images of godly men in the household and you Mm -hmm. and aj both did a great job of doing that and then also a for me and aj you did a great job of being a great role model for uh us seeing godly women and Aaliyah the same now she's married and has a kid I think just seeing her come into her own looking just like you in that way as a great mother. And I think that's super encouraging. And also, I think it was just like you said earlier, you let us kind of come to our own in those things. You taught us and you showed us the right way. And 
You know, the Lord. Hopefully. <laughs> I think you should. Have I, I'll say you. Hey, and by God's grace, man. Yeah. There was many grace, things that we struggled through, and God is gracious because we're, you know, right. sinful people. And in spite of us, I always say, yeah. God has been very gracious to I mean, there's plenty of things yeah. that we would like to go back if we could and change. Yeah. But obviously, God is sovereign. Things happen. And uh, like I said, I. I I can't be upset at the way you guys turned out. <laughs> That's good to hear. That's good to hear. Yeah. Um, and I guess I, my final question for you guys would be uh, advice for maybe first-generation Christians and also maybe first-generation Christian parents that are maybe either having kids or maybe you know are looking for parenting advice. What are some? What are some? A few things that you would take with you, or some of the key principles in your parenting coming Stick into Stick to the Bible. Okay. Don't get caught up in formulas and different specific teachers and they're you know just don't get legalistic like stick to the word know your word and raise your children according to the word that has been the biggest takeaway for me um not to get sidetracked like one thing i forgot to bring up was i would get sidetracked sometimes like well this family does it this way or oh well they do it this way and your dad was always good about no that's not the way our family's going to do it it's not necessarily what's good for us so seeking the lord praying what would be good for our family and making sure that it's biblical and trusting the lord in that and not getting caught up in anyone else's ways or being legalistic did you guys ever feel pressure from church or people that you knew in the church to maybe parent a different way or to go about you know the things that you guys did a different way or is that something that you guys were always kind of just in your own lane like this is what we believe and we're sticking to it there's definitely been pressures over the years. Yeah, yeah, and we've modified ourselves over the years just depending on our growth. I mean, we, we grew up, uh, we were, as, as we were growing in the faith, uh, we started to understand things differently than we did in the beginning. And so yeah. sometimes we would change our views uh, based upon the new things we were learning, you know? Right. It's no exact science. P- parenting isn't perfect. You're, we parents are going to make mistakes mm-hmm. uh, continually. And you know what? Humility is one of the probably the greatest things about parenting because it really humbles you. You know, when you sin against your kids and you have to ask for them for forgiveness, um, that changes your perspective on how you parent and how because being open with your kids. <laughs> yeah. Like, how many times did I say, you know, I messed up or please forgive yeah. me or I don't exactly know. Let me think about it. Don't parents cannot act like they know everything or that their and way as is the only kids, way. As kids seeing that, it for me i know it breeded respect for you guys because you guys didn't you know act like you guys knew everything i mean you guys have a wealth of knowledge (laughs) you guys obviously are way wiser than me at this point in my life but there was always that understanding that there are some things that you either had to look into like research in the bible to find an answer or had to think about it or you know maybe have an experience that in depth to give a dogmatic answer so i think knowing and i think for kids growing up in christian families it's important to remember that your parents are still human sinners Mm -hmm. and they're and we're learning yeah and they're still Still growing in their Mm -hmm. walk and they're it's being a Christian is a never-ending fight to grow yourself in the in the Word. And the, and Lord, the Lord uses children to humble you, to teach you, oh, yeah. to show you things about yourself. When you see your kids, you know, doing the same sins you're doing, it's very humbling. Boy, that is an so, eye-opener, <laughs> man. When you see your son say something that you said maybe last week, and you turn around and you're just like, Ew, that was horrible. Yeah, it's, it's not a good feeling. But on top of that, one of the other things is for parents... 
pray for your kids pray for their salvation every time you think of them pray for them because that was huge for us we always continually prayed for you guys from when you were born and we still do that your relationship is strong with the lord that you continue to grow yeah and, and, kids, and kids pray like if uh, children growing up in christian homes pray for your parents thank you because they need just as much prayer as you oh, do yeah. with as many struggles and as things that are on their plate when it comes to providing for you working for you uh you know where you're gonna you. live understand yeah. what school you're gonna go to how to you know do education all those things take work take time so just as your parents are praying for you pray for them and you know as christians we should all be doing that just to help each other grow in our walk so that way we can all be closer to the lord Amen. But yeah, so I think we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for coming on to the podcast with me. I definitely am going to have you guys back. I have a few topics in mind. So for all you listeners out there, you guys will be hearing from these guys again. They will definitely be back. But um, all right, everyone, don't forget to like and subscribe. Um, We will be posting episodes every Wednesday. Again, my Instagram is going to be in the comments and in the description below. Uh, so go ahead and follow me on there. I'm going to be posting snippets of previous or previous episodes, new episodes. I'll be posting leaks on what new episodes are going to be about, guests I might be having. And uh, you'll also get to see a few other things that I'm into, whether it's uh, card magic, photography, or anything like that. So yeah, go give it a follow on Instagram, and I will see you guys on the next episode. You guys have a good one.